right. Um, I think the first thing we should probably mention is I uh, did play the old Resident Evil 4. Yeah. The 2005 version. And I played it actually not too long ago. I think I played it like 2019, 2018 for the first time ever. And I still had a really good time. It does feel a little clunky. Um, but back, I've never really been too bothered uh, with tank controls um, in survival horror games because it just feels suitable. It feels like it hampers your movement on purpose. It has a reason to exist. No one's going to argue that tank controls feels amazing. But in the context of survival horror games, it's never bothered me because I, I get it. I know why you're kind of pinned to the ground. And yeah, I played on PC, so obviously the shooting felt great. Um, and I'm not too bothered about, like, two-generation-ago graphics. So, yeah, I just had a really good time with Resident Evil 4. It was a very strange, very goofy game. Um, but, yeah, I don't believe you ever played Resident Evil 4, the old version. Correct, yeah. I tried it oh. at some point yeah. for about five minutes. <laughs> and it was like, the tank controls? I cannot play this video game. I will not play this with tank controls. Yeah. And honestly, and now I don't know, so I don't know what the differences are between the, the original and the remake. Um, but I, I would sort of presume that the number of enemies, I don't know, if there, if there were a lot of enemies in the original game, I can't imagine the amount of combat that's in the remake in the original with the original's controls. Um, I believe there's more enemies. Crazy in the new one. Yeah. yeah that, that would make sense. Uh, because... This game is, like, for me, how I played it, which I should also specify was on normal, which mm. may be a mistake. We'll get, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it. But okay. normal mouse and keyboard, this is just, like, a pure action game from start to finish. Yeah, it's definitely closer to action than the previous Resident Evils. Uh, yeah, yeah. For me, like, it's like, ten times more action uh, yeah. than the prior games. And uh, I was, I guess maybe I knew that, like, sort of, but I was sort of a little surprised by that mm -hmm. aspect of it. It makes yeah, I sense. Say, I played it on hardcore, and it still wasn't very hard. Okay. Um, but it did at least feel like survival horror, right. I will say. Uh, it was pretty challenging. You had to try uh, and yeah, and I ran out of ammo a few times, uh, but I still wouldn't say it felt extremely difficult. It just felt suitable for a survival horror game. But right. you're still definitely right overall where it's just more action-y than spooky. Yes, extremely action. Pretty much nothing in this game I found scary at all. Yeah, um, it's not... Which yeah. is, like, not to just, like, go right to it, but, like, that's a bummer for me because I feel like for me, Resident Evil's at its best when it's mixing, it's taking itself very seriously. There's some combat, there's some spooks, there's some dumb puzzles, and then there's some real dumb story shit or action set pieces or whatever. And this game has like three of those five, you know, it's like combat, dumb shit. <laughs> uh, but not a lot of spooks and that sort of like the lack of tension kind of 
kind of got i don't know it took away it's, it felt like something was missing for me with re4 it's interesting because like, you liked re8 and re8 yes. is kind of a sh action shit fest with a couple of spooks and I, I don't know, I would think the journey of RE4 is a little comparable to the tone of RE8. Yeah. You know, RE4 has a couple of little spooky bits. There is the blind boys with the Wolverine claws, which are a nightmare. Right. Um, yeah, the regenerators. Regenerators. Sort of. They're too yeah. squishy to be scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love... Those guys are amazing. There's no horror when... Um, I have the pistol with the laser sight and I'm just like sprinting around like John wicking everything in the head and kicking them. Yeah. And, and then you just like, even the, the big Wolverine boys, it's just like, oh, I have 18 Magnum shots. Cause I've just been using the pistol this whole game. And I, I, you just shoot them in the back of the head like four times and wow, they're dead yeah. instantly. I never, um, I don't think I had 18 Magnum shots in the entire game. Well, yeah, I'm exact, but it was enough to, you know, just like dispatch them immediately. Yeah. Um, I believe Hardcore has less ammo and more enemies. So the Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in hindsight, I I don't know. I I maybe wish I had done that, but also at after a certain point, uh I was sort of like, okay, this is basically Gears of War and I'm okay with that. And so I sort of started to enjoy the hilarious this game is melting underneath my mouse aim uh difficulty that was happening and mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed that eventually but um there's a th yeah, th this this game was very interesting to play for a number of reasons first being it's re4 and so you look at it and you're like oh regardless of how much this is in the original game i can turn my head back to 2004 or 5 and be like oh okay like all like every Sony game owes its life to RE4, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just like here's the guy and the girl, protect them, boost them up ladders, you know, scurry through hallways, linear action game. You're like this like this is The Last of Us. This is God of War. This is like every game that's come out in the last 15 years. So like that side of it was interesting to play. And mm. then it was also interesting to play as someone that really really likes RE8 because they're so similar, right? RE8 was going for a lot of the same moments, sort of like, RE8 is like a weird, like, remixed sort of interpretation of RE4 now that I've seen them both. There's like, the yeah, castle section, yeah. the, the weird toad monster, um, the general sort of, there's a village, stuff like that. Um, the bad opening, <laughs> uh, <laughs> among other things. Uh, and so it was. It was. Wait, how, hold the bad opening. It was very interesting. Uh, yeah, I thought RE4. I did not like the entire first chunk of RE4 with oh in the in Lord. like the village. I thought it was. Yeah, I love that shit so so much. That was easily my least favorite part of the game. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pause for a little bit yes. here because this is um. <laughs> Fuck, man, this is the first game in all of this series. I'm just uh -huh. going to say that I thought this was one of the best games I've played in years, by the way. Oh, wow. Okay. I absolutely fucking adored this game. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Interesting. Mm. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it, and I haven't really thought about it at all since I beat it. Yeah, I had nothing but a wonderful time for about 22 hours straight, and I kind mm. of never wanted it to end. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, oh, I was no. I was I was not prepared for the for, oh, for, no. for the opening chunk of the game because I didn't realize it was an action game. So it was the same sort of thing that RE8 starts with where you're like you walk into the village and you just get like 40 fucking enemies come and fight you. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's happening? What this isn't Resident Evil. What are we doing? Oh god, what's what this is so clunky. How am I what how do I f- play? What what the fuck? And that was not super fun. And then uh just that whole I don't know, the whole the whole opening village chunk, there was just nothing in it that I found very interesting. I thought it was like visually boring. The linearity was like there was no sort of I like the Resident Evil looping and the puzzles and stuff like that, and there there was basically none of that. Uh and it ends with this not good for me, a uh, dumb boss fight against um, Reverend X or whatever. What's his name? I, that's what I just Reverend. dubbed him. the the weird The weird priest that turns into a big Spider Man and uh, in the oh, flaming like barn. barn fl- yeah, that was a little frustrating and clunky. That whole bit like was the end culmination. I was like, oh my god, yeah. that's that. I yeah. I so it was s- interesting. Yeah. Mm. I do have something to say about boss fights. Yeah. Um, I I I don't know. If- I don't know if this is because I've played too many From Software games. I really just miss health bars. Um, old boss fights without health bars. I, f- I I get irritated when I can't tell if what I'm doing is a waste of resources or if I'm doing damage. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in these boss fights, there's like glowing weak points on these enemies, and it's like, am I do I do any damage if I don't hit this weak point at all? And like there's like an eye and the eyelid shutting. It's like, am I not doing damage when the eyelid shut? Is he invulnerable when he's on the ground? If I shoot the eyeball when he's on the ground and then stab, is that more damage? I just continuously am confused about if I'm doing any sort of damage to certain enemies. Uh, One fight in particular, there is a xenomorph looking dude. And I'm pretty sure you could kill that guy. But again, like... I, I, I was unloading my entire arsenal into him, and it was confusing because you could freeze him. You freeze him with the valves, right? And I'm like, is he only vulnerable when he's frozen and his skin's like fragile, or can I just shoot him any time at all? And I think people actually really like that stuff about Resident Evil games because there's a strange cult learning stuff to Resident Evil 4, where there's loads of tips and tricks and things you have to learn through sharing knowledge with friends or just practicing and experimenting. And that's just like an old school thing where you would have to like talk to your friends at school or have a guide. Um, where nowadays games just want you to know what's happening. And maybe it's just me being used to modern gamings, but I just like the game telling me what's happening rather than needing to talk to a friend at school or look up a guide. And again, it was very like few times this happened, but it was mostly during boss fights. I just didn't know if what I was doing was actually hurting the boss. And when you're playing on like hardcore mode and you don't have like a lot of ammo to spare, um, I don't know. I just like, I want to know if I'm hurting the boss or not. That's just like a very minor nitpick. And I think that just ties back to older gameplay design. And I mean, if people, if they put a health bar in Resident Evil 4 for boss fights, it just like, it would have ruined it because that's not how it was. And the game has a pretty clean UI overall. Uh, but yeah, that's just maybe like a very modern gaming complaint when it comes to that, this older format of stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, there were definitely times. It was a little different because I'm I was on normal, so it was like I'm just shooting and I'm not very concerned about bullets. But I there are definitely times where it's like, is this doing anything? And the uh, the weird alien thing, I I don't know. I I thought um, I just sort of took it to mean that I couldn't kill him because I froze him several times and just unloaded into it. You and... can kill that guy. Really? Yeah. Huh. Definitely. Huh, okay. Well, that part's that part was uh, poo poo. That was a poo poo part. Uh, but it was only like yeah. 30 seconds, so that was fine. Uh, it was easy enough uh, to forgive. But Yeah, um, I, I feel like, uh, I again, the boss fights for me are a little weird because the game is generous with the prompts. The Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess they're not quick time events because they said they took quick time events out, but it kind of seems like a quick time event to me. Where they're like stunned and it says like, you run up and stab them. Well, with the Xenomorph guy, you could pretty much just see there was like a prompt every time he attacked you so i just didn't really feel like there was much of a threat and i was just kind of awkwardly walking around the corridor i didn't really feel like i was really in danger much yeah he didn't even like physically leap at me very often i just kind of ran and pushed the duck button and then got in an elevator and yeah i think for me that's just kind of honing back uh calling back to the previous complaint where the boss fights just they look amazing uh the production values in this game are all excellent but yeah, the boss fights, uh, I don't know, especially the Krauser fight as well, where you're like having to climb up a ladder just so he doesn't hit you. The Krauser fight felt like shit. And the yeah, Krauser I don't know fight... how to fix that type of stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's t- like, get some of that Dead Island peeling tech in, you know, and then you can tell if you're doing damage, I don't know, um, yeah, without doing a health bar. Sure. Yeah. Um, the Krauser fight, we're so all over the place. This is great. The Krauser fight was hilarious to me. It was like, it's, there's such a melodramatic buildup, you know, where you're chasing him and there's a big cut scene and then it switches to gameplay and I just pulled up my Magnum and I shot him in the toe five times with the Magnum and he died and that was the whole boss. Damn, fight. I didn't have any Magnum. He didn't even move and it was just like this hilarious, like juxtaposition of yeah super buff melodrama into he's instantly dead i didn't have like any stuff the final fight was the exact same way as well the saddler fight at the end it was like drama 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 and then i just pulled out an rpg and just like what didn't not quite one shot but you know it's like a 30 second long boss fight and it was just like oh i definitely did not have an rpg either (laughs) for the whole game i bought two throughout the my playthrough jesus christ i sold almost all my guns playing through as well because yeah. I didn't need them. <laughs> I think the game has a really good uh, repertoire of... It's got a good arsenal to choose from. There's a lot yeah. of uh, different things to pick and choose from, just like within each gun category, like shotguns and pistols, uh, which I liked as well, because uh, I look forward to playing through again. I am going to do a professional mode playthrough eventually, mm. and yeah, I'm going to try and use different things. Maybe even the bolt caster, because that thing was uh, it seemed absolutely garbage. Uh, yeah, that was, I, I tried to sh- shoot a guy like three times with it and it's like the reticle was weird and then it, you would hit him and it did like four health, four damage. And I was like, uh, that, that was the first thing I sold in the game. <laughs> it was just completely useless, but you can launch mines eventually, I think. Right. So that might yeah, be Yeah. Again, they weren't better. doing a lot of damage, but, um, let's, uh, let's pivot over to what I thought was absolutely amazing in the game, which was the combat system. Um, I, I thought the combat in this game was just absolutely amazing. Uh, I thought it was incredibly fun. Uh, and I just love the weird, like, dynamic nature of f- TNT, like the little dynamite sticks, the Molotov oh, yeah. cocktails, the traps, the weird, like, physics of enemies falling downstairs and kicking enemies into different enemies and enemies hitting each other. 
There was a real like chaotic nature to the fights that I haven't seen before in survival horror games. Um, and it just like led to moments of glee and surprise as in, you'd like shot an enemy's toe and they dropped a C4 and it clanked down onto someone else and blew them up and then you stabbed them and then they turn into an alien. And I just think the combat system is just kind of brilliant. And for 20 hours straight, I just never got bored of it. I was always excited to get into battles. And yeah, I just never really knew what was going to happen every time I got into a combat encounter. And they changed it radically from uh, RE4, especially the knife and the parrying. The knife couldn't break in the first game. You couldn't parry at oh, all. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't believe they put in the ability for your knife to break when it's such a fundamental part of Resident Evil 4. It's like a core weapon. Uh, and whenever it? that happened, yeah, in, <laughs> in the original RE4, it was very, very important. Interesting. And it is in hardcore mode as well, because, uh, yeah, you, like, knock enemies down and stab them on the ground. Uh, it, it really, honestly, it kind of sounds like you played a different game. I'm actually, like, shocked. It sounds like you played yeah. on easy, honestly. I, I checked more than once if I was on easy, because I was yeah. like, this is... Am I on the right... Diff like, I, I always... I pretty much always play everything on normal the first time through. Uh, unless I really know a lot about the, going in beforehand, uh, but and I, I do I I do sort of wish I had switched it because um, yeah there were I I did and you can't change mid you can't change difficulty mid playthrough unfortunately oh shit really? oh God. Um, so I checked unless I unless I missed how to do that but not that I didn't seem like it uh, and I checked more than once I paused and checked the menus and was like am I really on normal here I am. Okay, wow. Um I, I was gonna say the yes, the um the like hit reaction stuff is really good. Yeah, it's the animation super fun. tech is great. The way you can interrupt uh you know by shooting their feet, shooting their hands, the stumbling around, the physics, that stuff is all delightful. Um mm -hmm. I I definitely started to do that more in the back half of the game. I should say like Going back to my, I didn't like the opening four hours. Once I got like to the castle, the castle onwards, I had a very, very good time with and thought nice. was great. Um, and at like the midpoint of the game, I just said like, okay, I have to do something to have more, f to find, to make the combat more interesting. Because up until the midpoint, eh, like an hour into the castle, let's say two hours into the castle section, I was like, I was just running around headshotting everything. And the game can't, like, the game cannot handle you doing that. It's, it, you just destroy everything. And there's no, t it's just like, you know, I have decent mouse aim and you get the Punisher with the red dot, uh, laser sight. Which and makes it a sniper. Hit, makes it a sniper. And you just headshot every single enemy and run up and kick them. And then I fully upgraded the knife so that, including the, uh, yeah. the bonus upgrade. So it had 5x attack speed or whatever. And so it's just like, Headshot everything, and if they don't die immediately, uh, and they're on the ground, you just walk up and go, yeah, and just stab them like forty-seven times, and that's hilarious. Um, so at about the halfway point, I'm like, okay, I need to stop doing this, otherwise I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna have no fun with the combat, mm -hmm. and that's when I started, um, uh, going out of my way to like engage with the shooting of limbs and you know shooting the things in their hands and stuff like that. And getting more into the kicking and punching because it was just a lot funnier that way. It didn't feel necessary. Uh, it was me forcing myself to do that that caused me to do that. But um, 
I enjoyed the combat, and especially in from like that midpoint onwards, I had a good time all the way through with the combat encounters because it it it, it felt very stupid, and like there's like yeah. an element of slapstick comedy to it all that's very good. It's and actually very all... very toned down compared to the original. The original was much goofier. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, the enemies used to call you up on like a mobile phone and like FaceTime you. <laughs> Why would they get rid of that? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I think it works because they want it to be cohesive across Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4. They're making yeah. like one continuous thing. Um, so yeah, I think they struck a really decent balance. They kept in the, where's everyone going? Bingo, line from the original. When the opening, like the opening title appears right after he drops that stupid line. Oh, um, yeah. Which I really appreciate. Uh, but yeah, it, it is toned down. Um, Interesting. I, I think Leon has like the right level of cringe. He's not quite as embarrassing as the original game. Uh, but I do think he's a good character. Um, and also Ashley is so much better in this game. Um, oh, really? She oh. was useless in the original game. Uh, and highly irritating in a way which just wouldn't be, like, allowed for socialness, you know? You can't just have, like, a woman protagonist be pathetic, because that's what she was in RE4 in, 2000, in 2005. Uh, she was useless, annoying, and she just followed you around and uh, cried and screamed. That's a, that sounds exactly like her in this game <laughs> to me. Uh, I- it's way worse. Okay. She actually wow. has a character she... in this game, a personality. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. Um, just before I forget, the last thing on the combat that I was going to say is that um, I thought it was, I thought the combat was fun uh, and enjoyable, but it didn't, it, it felt like it was just missing a little something in terms of like the raw like movement. I think the one thing I, I felt like it needed was like a, a way to sort of, like dash back or roll away from something you know um not not in the not the little like evade that but i mean like make space like i wanted to there were times where i'm like i need to put like 10 feet between me and the enemies here to have fun again and it was sort of clunky to do that where you have to like just turn around and just run and you don't move quickly at all in resident evil of course um yeah you can't go that far that's you've, you've gone from tank controls to wanting to dive roll away you know that's like a fundamental part of the game but i think that like the whole game feels like it's missing that because it feels so much like a silly like gears of war action game to me playing on normal that's why that's what it felt like it was missing because it, it was like you're 90 percent of the way to just being one of those games throw this in and we're, we're going to have a great time because that, that was just, and that's, I think the like sort of disconnect I have a little bit with RE4 of like, it's still trying to do some RE stuff, but it's like, why bother? You've gone so far from what RE normally feels like to me that might as well just put a dodge roll, like a full roll dive roll in. Uh, and then the game would feel even better and even more like a dumb action game. Yeah, um, but it's not trying to be a full dumb action game. I think it 100% felt like it was trying mm, to be one I'm not going to agree on the dodge roll thing. I think that would be way too far. I think the game kind of felt shitty at times in a way that was like, I need a role to make these combat encounters feel better. Because spatial um, management is like a part of survival horror games. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. It just, it felt like it was so close to having everything. And even, just even like a little back step. Uh, just, there were a few yeah, times a where I'm turn. like, can we just, 
yeah, that, that's fine. But like, there are a few times where I'm just like, can I just fucking get away from everyone just a little bit? Um, but I experienced that less in the second half when I was uh, shooting guys' legs more often, you know, things like that. Uh, that's a good way to stop them from getting up in your face too quickly. Um, but I, I, I think the game feels like it is like so trying to be a nonstop silly action game, uh, and that's yeah, like yeah, I definitely can't say it's not an action game. Yeah, and that's like maybe my biggest problem with it is just because I I like when Resident Evil is a little less that, but uh, yeah, I can see that. But, but it was also you, really you wouldn't be the first person to say that. I think RE4, yeah, even though it is the most popular overall, there are definitely some diehard fans of one, two, and three that didn't uh, like you know on board of it very easily because of the uh, changes. Yeah, and it's it's probably for the better. Like I I, I appreciate that Resident Evil just changes a lot from game to game i think that keeps it interesting uh because if, if it was just the same feelings every time you know they would burn out on it uh i like that re4 has we've gone through the full cycle again of resident evil games where it's like the remake or the sort of reboot with seven was like this is a survival horror video game it's spooky and then two was like it's a little less spooky you know three let's just not talk about three Eight was pretty fucking stupid. Not lots of spooks, fair amount of combat. And then four is just like, it's 99% action and you can't really go. I feel like they can't go any further in the action direction with what their new sort of rebooted remake slash Ethan Winters series that they have here. Because if you go any further into the action, you just get RE5 again, right? Where it's like, it's just an action co-op shooter. And it's like, do we really want that? Um, and I, I'm glad that Resident Evil does that. They just, the games vary so much uh, and that's fun. And it's interesting to look at all of them and figure out which one I like most and why. And yeah. that's, that's something that I really liked about RE4 is just like, ah, okay. I understand why I like things like 7, 2, and 8 so much more than 4. Uh, and three, and it's for various reasons that you know maybe we'll talk about at some point. Liking but it's, Resident Evil Eight more than four—that is a—that is a hot one. From start to finish, yes, oh I, I had an all-time great, delightful time with uh, Eight, and because it has a lot of that sort of cyclical, you know, coming to locked doors, finding the things, doing puzzles, moving on. A little, it, all, first person is just more stress inducing not substantially but a little bit more uh it helps also that we were like naturally sort of handicapped in our playing of that because we were on i was it was on the ps5 uh if i was playing that on mouse and keyboard it probably would have been a different experience but uh i will at some point replay our re8 and and like judge it again now that i've Mm. sort of freshened up on all the resident evil stuff uh i am a little sad because it's not your fault, but I do feel like normal mode sounds like a little detrimental to the overall mm-hmm. experience. But that's not how it should be. Normal should be the intended experience. That's how the yeah. game should be at its best. And maybe it's just a PC gaming thing. Just because I think it was. Yeah. Keyboard and mouse kind of turns down a difficulty automatically. I agree, yeah. But yeah, I, f- I feel like you might have had a better time on hardcore mode. I think so. I think hardcore would probably have encouraged, uh, it would have brought out from the woodwork sort of that survival horror element more. 
because it would have naturally added stress, more ammo management, inventory management, enemy management, all these things would have become prevalent again that are they're just like fundamentally non-existent on normal. Uh, like there was, I just was like running around. I was just held sprint the whole time. Like I beat the game in like 13, 12 hours, 13 hours. That's crazy, um, yeah. I just held sprint and just grabbed everything. And I think my inventory filled up once. And so I sold the giant fish that was in there and then just <laughs> auto-sorted the inventory every time, which I, I kind of wish they didn't have the auto-sort in again because, I don't know, I inventory and puzzle management is fun and so, silly and like part of Resident Evil. Uh, and then I just sprinted around. Like I said, John he, Leon holds his gun up close to his head and just fucking headshot everyone. And the game just you just zoom through it. Uh, I, think, I think it, it took me twenty three hours. That's great. Yeah, you took that probably is crazy. You took, I think, I'll bring it up. I I'm pretty sure I was yeah thirteen, just under fourteen hours, something like that. So almost ten hours shorter than you. Yeah, that which is, is wild. that is wild. It just sounds like a different game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was 13 hours and 7 minutes. 21 hours and 20 minutes. Wow, okay. Yeah, so I was 13.07. So what's that, that's, 8 and a half hours, something like that? Uh, yeah. Wow. That's like a, like, you could play all of, like, RE2 yeah. or 8 in that time, in the time difference it took you to beat the game. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy, man. So that should give you, like, an idea of, of... The difficulty difference and i do i reg i do regret not going on to hardcore but i will yeah, also but it, but it's not it shouldn't be your fault though you didn't play on no easy. i agree i agree yeah it, that's hmm. it's sort of like an unfortunate predicament yeah like i sort of knew going in what my skill level is and i probably should have tweaked it but also the game should feel I don't, yeah the game should be the ideal experience on the normal difficulty or, or let you change your difficulty halfway through yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm pretty sure you can't. Um, I would believe you because the game, I guess, would be tuned like level generation yeah. loot wise and enemy spawn wise is changed. I believe. No, you cannot change difficulty once you've chosen it. Yeah, so yeah. you know, like that's sort of a bummer um, because yeah, we we definitely had very different experiences, and that's why when I say you know a little backstep or side roll or something would make this a really kind of kick-ass action game because it felt like an action game 100% start to finish for me. Yeah, I definitely um, and cannot take away the action-y nature of the game. It's definitely yeah, action-y for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so it's uh, it's kind of wild how... Cra yeah, I didn't realize that it took you that yeah. much longer. I would um, say the balance for me was in a really nice place. Like, yeah, I would compare it very similar to playing Dead Space Remake on hard, uh, where right. it, you weren't sweating or screaming or redoing the same part over and over again. But you definitely had to try. And my extended playtime probably comes from scavenging as well. You really got to backtrack and like thoroughly loot every little nook and cranny just to like get enough stuff. I um I should have taken into account my Dead Space playthrough because I played that on hard and actually found it still not hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't say so, hardcore on Resident Evil 4 was very hard either. Right. It just yeah. felt right. felt balanced. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but if I have time at some point, I would like to replay it on hard. Um, yeah, But there is that sort of... Yeah, or that, yeah. But there is that element like... Um, RE7 is still in my mind the one that I look to most fondly in terms of replaying 
mm-hmm. and conquering. That was a thing that I really, really liked doing with RE7. Because RE7, the first time through, um, you know, and this was, what, six years ago, seven years ago, I, I have hardened myself more to horror since then. But I'm still not, like, a super huge horror player. And RE7, the first time through, was, like, a fucking nightmare to play through. That game is spooky, right? Yeah. Um, and then it was it was really fun to to say, all right, fuck you, Resident Evil 7. I'm going to unlock all this dumb stuff by doing dumb challenges and replaying this game yeah. and completely conquer it and be like, oh, there's the spooky. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're so scary now. Ha ha. I would and, say that's um, like a fundamental part of the games for a lot of people, actually, like replaying it like two or three times and uh, mastering the games. Yeah. And I think my biggest complaint about Resident Evil since 7 is that I have not felt compelled to replay any of them since mm-hmm. 7. And I haven't replayed any of them. I've, I've, you know, thought about it, but like I look at the unlocks and I think about replaying it. And I'm like, why? I, I had a good time the first time through, and I, I did it. I conquered that game. There was nothing. It didn't feel like there was anything to conquer. And four, <laughs> four remake. I was just like, I had like, oh, I slapped this game around. It's just like it had no chance. There was, it's just, you know, um, there was nothing nothing to overcome uh difficulty wise um or challenge wise or anything um which is too bad uh yeah. because there's some good stuff man when you're you know playing on the harder difficulty like that house the first like ending of the village section yeah, with yeah, louise yeah. Fucking you have to hell. defend the house yeah. that house is an absolute nightmare yeah and in my notes I, so my notes are um in order as i play through the game and so my notes for that is like i i this house part is stupid i don't like this it just keeps going how many enemies are we gonna like because it was no challenge i'm just standing there for like 15 minutes shooting the same guys out out of the window every time but i would imagine yeah on hard it's sweaty oh yeah uh, i don't, I don't shoot good. anyone that's, out the window they're all in the house and they're all fucking ruining my life right yeah and that's how it should be you know that's how it probably yeah, and I feel like most people would probably have the ideal experience on normal, but it's just that mm-hmm. that I'm mouse and keyboard uh, advantage for me was just too strong. Uh, well, that's gonna make things uh, very make interesting. Things interesting for later. But like, I feel like I've I've I, I have I did very much enjoy four from the castle onwards. Like nice. the the. I'll just rattle off a few things that are like positive. Sure. Uh, that just you know to show that I did enjoy it. Uh, the the mine section. Yeah. That ends with the Temple of Doom minecart chase. Oh yeah. Was hilarious. That is good. Um, the pacing, especially from the castle onwards, is so good. Like it's it just is, like. Yeah. Do a combat encounter. Explore. Here's a little thing. Do a little backtrack. Go get some collectibles dumb action scene you know it's like such good 15 minute chunks and there's um, a lot of it as well even like your 12 hour playthrough is a lot of content for the quality of this stuff oh yeah yeah because like you know seven re7 is like an eight hour experience maybe a little more yeah um two was like six four six hours three was 30 minutes and eight was like <laughs> seven or eight hours so it's yeah even for me at 13 hours that's like almost an entire other resident evil game where the content in there Mm -hmm. um yeah it it goes for and it never gets dull because it is constantly mixing things up um i i really enjoyed the enemies 
after the village chunk, I thought the village where they're just like, it's just a bunch of grandmas and grandpas saying, Donde esta? Donde <laughs> esta? <laughs> they're so stupid. But then it's very funny to me how every like three hours, the enemies basically go through like a costume change because underneath the cloaks or whatever, it's the same. It's just, they're all villagers, right? Yeah. Um, But like, it's, I just found it very funny how it's like, oh, now the villagers are wearing robes. Oh, now they're dressed up like little army men. You know, yeah. it's, it felt like cute, like costume change behind the stage thing. It's very uh, video gamey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the regenerator, oh even though, God. especially when you get the fucking thermal scope, like I can't, it, it I, they just got deleted, but, and that's a shame uh, because the regenerators uh, are very cool. Uh, visually, animation, everything there was excellent. They might be like my favorite enemy design of like the last five years. I thought they were absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm sad that they were so, they were not, they were, I don't know, maybe it's better that they were brief, not in the game for very long. Um, it took me a while. <laughs> that right, one room with the, the guy with the wrench in his belly. That room was a oh, fucking nightmare for me. That room took 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. I, I killed them before they even stood up. Ah, I didn't <laughs> like, have the I, ammo for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But again, they're like just a tremendous uh, design, animation, everything. Oh, yeah. They're magnificent. They're like um, water, like a wet rag. They're so disgusting. Yeah, I love it's. I love when they are on the ground and they just start to like do the wiggle. Yes, yeah, snaking you. around, <laughs> snaking around. Yeah. Um, you started to go uh, talking about Leon and story stuff. Um, I think Leon is delightful in this. Uh, I like him as well. He's very funny. He's a fucking dork um, with his one-liners, and some of them are very good. Nighty Night Nights is a very is just (laughs) (laughs) that's a tremendous. It's so good. What a good line. Oh, also the cutscenes are amazing in this game. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know this engine. You know some of the areas are a little showing their age uh, especially the village is like eh, it's a, it may mainly just like an art direction muddy sort of thing but like the game looks excellent and the character models just look stupid good yeah um uh i doesn't i i i think i uh, another very good leon line was i'll give you a holy body right after he blows up the final boss yeah very gosh. good yeah, yeah it's excellent excellent stuff uh yeah, the the tone of it is spot on. Like, it is, and that's not a small thing because like eight definitely skewed heavier in the stupid, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. But you know, it was still the, the, Resident Evil's always been so good about maintaining this precarious balance of serious and profoundly stupid. And eight or or four uh, really goes right on the line, night very nicely. Yeah, you know. I will say um, it's also a little bit of a shame that you hadn't played uh, the original. Uh, and again, it's like there'll be millions and millions of people who hadn't played the original. A lot of people won't be able to go back to a 2005 yeah. uh, survival horror game because, you know, it plays like an old game. Um, it might be one of the most intelligent remixes slash remasters that have ever been made. Mm. There's like not one section which is like copy and pasted i mean some stuff is very close but 
everything, not everything, but a large quantity of the game has been really intelligently changed up. So you will go into a scene uh, and you will remember it from the old game and they will play with your knowledge and trick you using that. Like in the, right. in the opening survival section in the village, you used to be able to go up. It was like an infamous strategy or I guess a famous strategy. You could go up to the tower and just knife yeah. anyone who would come up the ladder. And if you try to do that in the modern game, you fall through the floor of the tower and it's like it's laughing because you can't do it anymore. Uh. And it constantly like throws back to the original but changes it in pretty radical ways. There are entire sections of the game which have been just cut out. But for everything they cut out, they just put completely new sections which weren't in the old game. Hmm. Uh, the combat section has been changed a lot. And every change is just quite bold. But it never feels bad because the game itself is so consistently fun, at least it was for me. And yeah, I just think overall Capcom are maybe the best at doing this. Oh, they, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the Dead Space remake. But when you play these games side by side, there's just such a, um, there's so much courage to what Capcom do. They just, they're so bold about changing things that which people admire so much. Right. And again, we talk about the Final Fantasy VII remake a lot because that game is also really bold in what it does with an old, older uh, game. And the video hasn't come out yet, but we did talk about Final Fantasy VII remake in our top 100 games of the last 10 year. Oh, right. And, you know, you know it, was, it, was, it was a part we talked about. Like, Final Fantasy mm -hmm. VII does some really bold and courageous things, which I respect. And you do get some of those moments in this remake if you have played the original. Um, again, I don't know. You can't, like, force people to play a 2005 game before they play a 2023 game. Um, and it's a shame that there are factors, uh, small factors, which can change maybe your appreciation of this game in big ways, such as not have played a... How old is Resident Evil 2005? Yeah. Seven, you know, 17, 17, 18 years. 18 yeah, you years? Know, it's getting up there. It's almost 20 years old. But yeah, unfortunately, you just you do get more enjoyment out of this game if you know the older game because you can really appreciate the things they changed about it to kind of like trip you up as someone yeah. who remembers the older stuff in really intelligent ways. Um, so yeah, again, there's just like nothing you can do about it. If you haven't played the old game, you haven't played it. Uh, but yeah, there is an extra like facet of enjoyment and appreciation and respect you get from this game if you remember yeah. how the old game uh, went. Yeah, and I think like if I replay this, what I would what I want to do beforehand is watch. I have a, a, re a someone's first time playthrough of the original game that I yeah. would, I've always wanted to watch, and I deliberately didn't watch it at the time because I wanted to just go through four blind. Like I I've avoided so much of RE4 for so long because I it it was so inevitable that it was it going was. to get remade. Um, and so it was fun going through this game completely blind. Like I had, I, I knew nothing about RE4. Like I had seen, what did I see? I knew Leon was there. I knew there was a girl with you for, yeah. I thought she was with you for the entire game. Um, and I, th I knew there was the little, the little old, uh, the, the guy that runs the castle. What's his name? The, the old Salazar? Salazar. So I, I knew he was there, but I thought Salazar was a child because the clip, the, like the screenshot I saw of him from the old game, yeah. the model was so old. I'm like, why is this little kid running this castle? Turns out he, he's an he old... got pretty heavily redesigned, honestly. Yeah. 
Um, but like, that's all I knew about the game. Uh, and so it was really fun to go through it completely blind. Um, but if I replay it, I definitely want to watch a full replay of the old game and then play the new one to try and get, you know, uh, try and approximate some experience like that of without having to actually suf- suffer through the original game. Um, there were some radical differences. Interesting, yeah. I think also like Capcom and Square remaking these games, they have... I think they have more confidence to remake and make bigger changes because the time gaps are so much wider, you know? And it's like, you look at this game, it's tw- it's been 20 years, it's still playable. Why should we remake this verbatim? Let's do... But some people do, though, you know? Do they? I'm not sure. What's... Do, do you have anything that comes to mind? Like, that's like one-to-one? Dead Space? <laughs> no, no, but like specific... Well, like Dead Space changed... Quite made quite a few changes as well, but I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah. But also, Dead Space is much newer in terms of design and such. So there's like, how much can you actually change with Dead Space? How much do you need to change with Dead Space? If you Um, want to make it feel like a really fresh experience, like Resident Evil Four Remake feels like a really different game compared to RE Four Original. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to see the different philosophies of like one to one or you know very close to one-to-one because yeah like okay they change things with dead space but the reality is it it is by and large identical um or at least you know in most ways it's one-to-one but uh, yeah i don't know i think maybe it's just like a bit of a cultural thing with japanese developers where they're just my understanding of like japanese game development has always been like very What's the right word? Like, I don't know. They they never, they never, they don't like revere their own games, it sounds like. Hmm. Like when you hear Miyazaki talk about like FromSoft games, he's just like, yeah, I, whatever. We're on to the next one. You know, it's like, Humble. you just made like one of the most important, like all these developers for like 30 years that make like the most influential games of all time. They, they're so just like, yeah, okay, moving on. And I wonder if there's just that comes into play when they're remaking these games where it's hmm. just like, Fuck it. Let's let's go wild. Um, I think it's the way to, yeah, they just forget about fan reverence for their own stuff and just focus on making the best thing depending on today's standards, I guess. Right. It's like they're not aware of the fan reverence mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I would, I'm trying to think like if there's a Japanese studio remake of a game that is one-to-one and I can't think of anything um, <sighs> off the top of my head. Because like even uh, that near, you know... The near uh, replicant or whatever they apparently like that is apparently a radically different game as well. Um, Yeah, it's interesting to see them. It's almost like they make games to be good and not just to make money. Yeah, Hmm. I mean, Dead Space was quite quite good. Yeah, I I don't mean to like rip into Dead Space too much. I enjoyed the remake a lot. I enjoyed Dead Space more than RE4. I mean, Dead Space is really good. That's not that spicy. Okay, good. I'm glad. Dead I know Space some people sick game. would be very upset with that. But yeah, I like RE4 more. more. Yeah. It's more yeah, of like a Dead setting Space. and like weapons thing as well. Like Dead Space just has an advantage for me I think there. liking um, it more than... Uh, like an RE8 more. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely enjoyed RE8 more than 4. Uh, RE8. That game just keeps going down in my head. It's like every day goes past. Yeah. It just goes up on my list, like, almost every time. Ugh. It's fascinating. The game's and, right. But I think, like, we've sort of... Um, the more RE games come out and the more we talk about them, we sort of 
diverge more on them but also like i know we agree on some parts where it's like yes give me the horror give me the survival horror um but then like sort of all the peripheral things uh i feel like i go in a very different direction since chris redfield turns up i'm just miserable and then ethan says anything <laughs> and i'm also miserable God, thankfully ethan, ethan is gone Good. he will not be in our God, i'm so fucking useless I'm fascinated to see what RE9 is. I have really oh, yeah, no so idea. Much. I'm mostly fascinated um, to see what their release structure is for the whole franchise. Right. Because, like, like, what do they do now? Like, yeah. you can't remake... They, they can't... Don't do RE5. Like, does anyone really want that? They offended that? the whole of Africa when they made RE5, so I'm not sure how they would do that nowadays. Yeah. Doing and Spain, RE6... RE6 would be very interesting. Yeah, and it's interesting looking at the original run because you understand, I understand completely how they ended up at RE6. You know, how they ended up just making like a completely stupid yeah. action movie, action game. It was the 360 era. Yeah, well, and the uh, for me, the logical next step after 4 is either you reset back to hardcore survival horror or you make a big, dumb RE6 action shooter movie game right yeah um and re5 went down well it's like a co-op action game so oh yeah 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 but yeah i don't know what they what where do they go next i really don't know i mean there's yeah. a ton of re games but i feel like this is the, the they shouldn't make remake any more of them if that's what it feels like but i, I could be wrong i mean there's so many games i, I don't know like all these yeah. Code Veronicas, and I have no idea about There's it. There's Resident Evil games. Zero and a Code Veronica, which right. are quite close to mainline, which I'd be interested to see because I never played those ones. Yeah. And I mean, you could remake RE1. Again. I guess. Again, for like I the fourth time. I think they should. I don't know how they brand yeah. that. That's their problem, but I think they should. Resident Evil remake. Fight <laughs> final like, version. Again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um,. I think I do have some miscellaneous things to just write Please, off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought this game had an amazing loot game. Uh, I'm a loot goblin, uh, and I just loved uh, looting. <laughs> mm. I don't have much to say. <laughs> I like treasure. I like putting treasure inside of treasure to make it more oh, treasury. Yeah. I like that bit, yeah. Uh, I love the shopkeeper. Um, he's one of the most iconic characters of all time. And I don't know if it's the same voice actor, but I don't think it was. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought they were just going to reuse the same voice lines because they're so he's so iconic, but it's not. They they redid it, and I think the new guy is great. I say new guy could be the same actor. I, I really don't know. I don't know how that works. I did know that people loved the shopkeeper, and I was sort of confused as to why he has like one or two lines that I liked, but aside from that, he didn't really <laughs> do much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's great. Again, I liked the big fat. D- tradesman in eight more yeah but he's because of four that's why right. he exists no, I, yeah no i know i know that's yeah he's just a copy of it he's just a fat version of the four guy yeah um i really don't i don't i was like almost tempted to not say this because mm. um the actress actually got like a lot of pain from the internet which i think is bullshit. oh yeah that's stupid i i i i'm sorry i really didn't like her in this game um, I think Ada's a Ada? really, really good character, and she just right. sounded like she walked into the booth and just like said her lines once and then left. Yeah, um, I yeah. will never agree with like dogpiling on an actress and abusing them. Uh, grow the fuck up! Uh, they're yeah. doing a job. You can be critical uh, without telling people to kill themselves. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I agree in the criticism. I just, I don't know. It just, it was felt very like flat. It was yeah. flat. It was really flat. And Ada's a big character. 
I remember some of two's voice acting was also like a little weird, a little off. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I maybe, maybe don't even put in the video. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't add to the dogpiling, yeah. but I, I just agree. I just, I was thinking it throughout, throughout the playthrough. I just didn't think it sounded like she gave a shit. No, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple of like little complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, the shooting gallery stuff was really cute oh. once. Yeah. Uh, there was too many of them. Um, again, it's optional content. Um, but like we went, we go through this with like every open world game. If you make the optional content like rewarding and fun, when you get the reward, I mean like the little gacha, uh, right. you know, prize machine. Yeah, I'm playing on hardcore. Some of these buffs were really good. I got one charm which doubled green herbs healing. It was an epic charm. Oh wow! Um, that's really significant. Yeah, hugely significant. So yeah, I'm gonna do all of these, and there was four of them, uh, and near the end they get really hard. And I just wanted them to be over because I was having such a good time with the main game. And each of these took me like 20 to 30 minutes to do. And yeah, just too much of it. Uh, again, optional. Um, but when I'm playing a survival horror game, I want the loot. You know, that's yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do them. Yeah, I didn't. Um, uh, I never got like an amazing bobble from there. The only one that I got, well, it might have been a pre-order item, was the uh, 30% buff to the drop rate of pistol ammo yeah that's pre-order i had that from when the game started and that was the only one i needed <laughs> i that just fed my john wicking yeah. through that game you know and so i i don't even think i bothered with the fourth gallery because i'm like i these stupid balls are shit like <laughs> i did get a lot of value out of a charm which i think doubled the healing power of fish <laughs> i got oh, wow. a lot of use out of that yeah, and like all those systems become much more interesting when you uh, need them. Have to right when you have to use healing items regularly and find ammo again on normal. It's just like I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> the fish is just for money. Um, and again, this is a little miscellaneous thing, and we never did a proper review on Dead Space, the Dead Space remake, but I felt the exact same about that game. We don't need like little side quests in every single game ever where I like just have to walk around and like go back to an area I've already been to and like do some thing like shoot three rats or in Dead mm -hmm. Space it was like go on a tram, go back to a room you've already been in, like pick a thing up. Like not, I know it's a modern game, it's a remake, but we, I just don't need side quests in everything unless they're like really fun. Um, I think shooting the medallions was in the original game. But, like, these little side quests are going, like, kill a dog and, like, walk all the way back. Like, I don't know, man. I just didn't think it added anything, really. No, I agree. Yeah, those those were my two miscellaneous ones. Like, the, the shooting gallery, whatever. And the side quests, like, they're just... They just feel like the most basic tier, like, 2005 MMO side quest, fetch yeah. quest thing. And it's just, like... They just... Yeah, they, they didn't do anything. There was, like, one cool golden knight that you could go and fight yeah right? that, was, and that was worthwhile and i like throwing an one. egg at a painting that made me chuckle right yeah that one yeah that one uh, <laughs> took me forever to figure out um yeah apart from that again like dead space did the same thing they just like feel the need to buff the runtime by making you run yeah. back to a mostly empty area and it was quite a nice surprise to go back and there was like a fresh group of enemies but overall right. I want the actual side quest to feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. And yeah, apart from that, dude, um, I mostly just had an amazing time all the way through. Um, and it's just, it all comes down to the combat system for me. Like, we mm -hmm. knew 
this game was going to look amazing and the production values were going to be strong because the RE engine, whatever Capcom's magic juice is over there, is just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I, I will just quickly say because we're, uh, we're in a little period of terrible PC ports. Uh, this game ran amazing. I didn't have to touch anything. Uh, I just hit play and it ran beautifully, which yes. shouldn't be yeah. something that, that, that we have to praise. But at the moment, yeah. it really is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, it was just the combat system. Like we knew this game was going to be shiny. Uh, I knew that RE4 is a wild and bombastic journey. I, I, you know, I knew the minecart stuff and the village and the castle and the islands. I knew what was ahead of me and I was looking forward to playing it all regardless. Uh, but it was the combat system which really elevated it um, like way above what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just, I just loved fighting stuff in this game and I never got bored of it for 21 hours. And I'm looking forward to playing it through again just to shoot, kick, and stab people all over again. Yeah. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where it's like it, it would make the older games harder to play again now because yeah, you sure. would shoot their feet and legs or their feet and hands and nothing would happen, I think. I, I think uh, definitely, definitely legs. You can definitely shoot like uh, projectiles out yeah. of the air in the old game as well. The old game is pretty, pretty good, dude. Pretty sophisticated at this time. I meant uh, like seven, eight, four, you oh. know, two, three, like those, those got old you, games, got you, yeah. you know, the new old games, because uh, I'm not sure how much of that is. Pretty sure you can games. kneecap the zombies in the older games, pretty sure. Yeah, I think, I think maybe. But like this one definitely has a step above, uh, yeah. which is exciting. And I certainly hope all that carries forward to whatever they make next. Mm -hmm. um, I, have to, I have to imagine it will. Um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed RE4. From, mm -hmm. not from start to finish but from the four or five hour mark or the three whatever when i got to the castle onwards i was having a good time i did not love it but i had a consistently good time for like 70 percent of it and was chuckling and laughing at how dumb everything was yeah. and how much i was just destroying everything it was actually part of the charm because it's so serious and then you're just like it doesn't matter i'm just just destroying the whole game and that's funny um yeah it was good i'm glad to have finally played it i think they kind of did the impossible not the impossible but like when, when no i agree when they, when they started remaking these games everyone was like they can't touch re4 it's yeah. holy don't touch it it's the most sacred game of all time and it's like fuck you shut up they can do whatever they want remake it go for it I, who cares uh and they did by all accounts, according to everyone, an excellent job with it. Uh, yeah, and I think they exceeded, like, the impossible, right. <laughs> honestly. Like, I would anyway. say this is, of the remakes, the best of the remakes. Um, yeah. I mean, 3 was just, you know, a mess. Um, and 2 was really good. 2, well, yeah, 2 and 4 are, two, like, right, yeah. are damn good games. Um, and 3 and kind of broke some of the trust, you know? It did, it did. Yes, that was the thing. It's like 3 was just such a miss um, that I was kind of like, eh, I wonder how 4 is going to be. But it turns out it was just, you know, they they probably should have just spent another year on the 3 remake and it probably would have been great as well. But um, mm -hmm. cause they clearly know what they're doing. I think it's the same team remaking each game. I could be wrong. I, I don't really Not know. Sure. Capcom is weird. You know, everything is just like, it's made by Capcom. And it's like... Yeah, but who? <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, so far, this is like... Like, when we played Final Fantasy VII Remake, I hadn't played Final Fantasy VII. Right. Um, so I can't really remember playing a remake 
with the knowledge of the original and the remake itself being such a radical upgrade. Yeah. Um, it was really nice seeing the changes that they made. And obviously, I'm not going to sit here and spell them all out. Someone on Reddit can do that for me. But they're all really bold and intelligent. That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the remake renaissance is here. And I think Capcom have like solidified themselves as the best to ever do it, at least at mm -hmm. this point. Yeah, because they've... Yeah. And, and like, two and four are radical remakes they are yeah. significant and mm -hmm. and you're like fundamentally changing what the game is uh, but like it's RE4, almost four man Damn. and it's re4 it's like <laughs> one of the most revered games of all time yeah and and it, it was yeah as i said it was nice to finally sort of get an idea of like why where the what the re influence has been on everything uh after its release um so that's cool and i was also just thinking in my head like which i'm just trying to figure out like which resident evil game like what the ranking is for me of the new ones mm -hmm. and I, i'm i'm not sure because they all have their ups and downs and that's part of what makes resident evil fun as well is that yeah. it's like seven you know was the best horror the best replay but also the enemy variety is not good and like parts of the last hour are not great and then two is like almost almost perfect but then you go to the sewers and Mr. X is kind of just like, he just walks at you. And, yeah. and then eight is, you know, uh, all over the place. And then four is like, it's almost there, but I didn't love the opening. So I don't really know how I would rank any of them, but. Four, seven, two, eight, three. <laughs> what, four, what was that? Four, seven, two, two eight, eight, three. three. Yeah. Four, seven, two, eight, three. Yeah. I would probably go. It's yeah, I'm not I I don't know. I would probably I might still say 7 at the top for me because 7 at the like, top. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. You said you like 8 more than 7. I don't know. I'm that's why it changes a lot moment to moment. Yeah, see, I told you 8's going down. <laughs> it depends on the mood, you know. Like <laughs> 7 is so good. I could swap 7, seven is... and 2 very easily, like depending on where I wake up on my bed, I could change 7 and 2. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. But I'm not sure if it's at the top, but, you know, it's... I mean, 7, 4, 2, and 8 are all... I had a great time with all of them, and then 3 is just, like, a mile behind it. So it sort of depends on what the experience I want. Like, if I want dumb, silly stuff, I would go to 8. If I want action, I'd go to 4. And then 7 and 2 are, like, very neck-and-neck neck in terms of, like, the perfect balance yeah. of horror and action and puzzles and all that so mm -hmm. they do good stuff over there at capcom with resident evil and yeah, i do, yeah there was a rumor a while ago that nine was like the biggest and most long like longest in development of the mm. series it's apparently been in the work i think it's this i think it's the seven team like i think they made seven and then started on nine and then mm. eight was made by like the t i don't know the something janitors. like that <laughs> I'm being I can't hard. remember. I did like eight. I did like eight. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Like the, they do like weird sort of leapfrogging, right? And it, mm. it sounds like nine has been in development since like 2018 or something. So, nice. um, I I can't wait to see what it is, and I have to imagine we'll see it soon because Capcom loves putting a game out like every 12 to 18 months in <laughs> yeah. this series. So maybe even like um Jeff Keighley's birthday party where it was called. Maybe yeah, I could see them doing that. You know. It feels like a franchise which needs to have like a permanent game on the way. 
in the public knowledge yes. type thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you, maybe. Because it's not like you're going to do DLC for four, right? So you can just move on. Uh, there, uh, is, there is a DLC for four, I think, on the way. It was in the original game. Is it like single player DLC or like the yeah. weird mercenary shit? It was, it's an, there's an Ada Wong DLC on the way or what she was doing in the game. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. weird. It was, in the, it was in the original game as well. Huh. I think it'd be free as well, because again, it was in the original really? game. I, I have heard nothing about this. I can't remember what it's called. Really? Yeah. Huh. She, she even like says the title of the DLC in the game. It's like her Separate last line. Separate ways. Separate ways, that's it. Oh, yeah. I, I found the, the good old reliable uh, leaker for Capcom. One thing, Separate Ways DLC for Resident Evil 4 is it won't be as long as the RE8 DLC. Very different situations. Okay, so that is coming out. Interesting, huh? Yeah, I don't think it was very long. Okay, yeah. That would make sense if it was free and just sort of comes out. Yeah. Yeah, but that'd be cool. That would be cool. The weird thing about 9 as well is that, like, it's a new, it's a different, like, protagonist and story. So it's like... Good. Another reset, which is good. That's exciting. Like, I, I'm glad. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be fascinated to see what they do with that. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. Well, I think that's that then. Yeah. For Resident Evil 4. That is it for Resident Evil 4. All right, moving on to our second game, which we're going to talk about in a bit more depth before it gets ranked on the table, is Dead Island 2, and I almost said Dying Light 2, and I'm probably going to say <laughs> Dying Light 2 at least one time while doing this uh, recording here. Um, I want to start off. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the development history? It's obviously not an integral part of our review, but it did play into my amazement that the game came out at all. Yes, yeah, I think the development history has a part to play in how you react to a game, I, I would say, for me at least. Um, yeah, it's insane. It was originally going to be made by Techland, but then they decided to make Dying Light. Right. And because they ah, made Techland, crazy, made yeah. Dead, Dead Island 1 and Dying Light 1 and 2 are Techland, right? And yeah. then Dead Island, like, weirdly was successful. I, I didn't care for the first Dead Island. Yeah. Um... And that franchise got, like, two shitty sequels really quickly as well, I think. Like, What, Dead Island? Dead, Dead Island Riptide, uh, That was, like, I a big spin-off expansion, yeah. I played it and beat it. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible, I think. Oh, I liked um, it. <laughs> did you? I okay. did, yeah. I am a Dead Island uh, defender. The first game, people definitely It's a cult classic. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, D Dead Island 2 was announced... At Gamescom 2014. So that's like August 2014. So almost nine years ago it was announced. Yeah, just a, just a little nine years. Which is wild. Yeah. And then it shifted developers three times. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the third developer. And it sounds like each time it shifted, it, it completely restarted development. And so this version of Dead Island 2 started in 2019. And, you know, so it got two and a half years. That plays a part i think because when you announce a game and don't ship it for three years every year that passes you're like there's no way this game is gonna right yeah if if it comes out it's gonna be terrible um and dead island 2 came out and it's like not to just like jump right to it but I, it's like completely competent yeah <laughs> it's like kind of shocking it is how shocking yeah how like overall respectable like everything about dead island 2 is <laughs> yeah I was going to start off by saying that I thought the reviews for this game were actually quite harsh. Um, yeah. It came out at like 69 or like 71. 
And if anyone is new to video game media, um, a 7 out of 10 is not good in video games. It should be good, no. but we're not going to go down the uh, review rabbit hole yet again. That's a podcast talk. Uh, but yeah, a 7 out of 10 might as well be a 5 out of 10 in any other medium. It's not a good score. Um, I kind of think Dead Island 2 is pretty good. I had a really fun time with it. Yeah, like, it's it's very simple. Very but, simple, yeah. But it it works because of that simplicity. And yeah. it's like, it's super polished and well-made. And, mm-hmm. and from start, like, everything about it is good at yeah. the very least, you know? Like, it's, I know, I'm sort of surprised. I, I was just looking, yeah, it has a 73 on Metacritic, which is like... That's bad for a video game. That's bad. Like, that's Mass Effect Andromeda has a 73 on Metacritic. Oh my right? and it's, god. Like, I, it's weird how harsh everyone was on it, because I think it's a miracle that it even released. Yeah, it's almost concerning. It's like, if you don't make an open-world game nowadays, which has, yeah. I don't know, like, it reaches for the stars, people just don't like it. But Ubisoft games are just the same shit, but people seem to... Right. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, you have to make, like, the most... I don't know. It's like y- y- your game has to be huge and... It, yeah, 50 hours get, minimum. It's like 50 hours minimum for an 85 or 100 hours minimum for a 95, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and if it's 12 hours long, it's terrible. And I don't... Uh, yeah, it's anyways. But everything about this game is, is good. It it's is good. It's not great. It's not like the most enthralling game ever. Uh, it's repetitive uh, to a fault at times, I would say. Like it's it's good in like hour long chunks, but I was compelled to see it through, which is more than I can say for a lot of other games. See, this is where I have to confess where I I don't know what's going on with my brain, but I have some sort of guilty pleasure around walking around and killing zombies. Uh, yeah. You know, I liked Dead Island 1, and a lot of people didn't. I liked Dead Island Riptide, and a lot of people did not like that. There's some, like, guilty pleasure, comfort food thing going on here with my brain. I played Dead Island 2 for, like, eight hours one day. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I really like this game. I put it on and just put a podcast on and just plodded through. I was a bit hungover, and I just had a good time continuously kicking the shit out of zombies. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see how you would end up doing that, because it's... Like, the loop is good. The, yeah. The missions don't last long. You're constantly picking loot up and upgrading things. It has good pacing. And yeah, it, it is, yeah. And, and like, if you just stick to the story missions, they're surprisingly varied. Like, the environmental variety is really strong. Because, yeah. Because it's basically, like, eight small hub areas that are sort of open, and they can design, like, some nice proper linear sections that you go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you... you you're switching up your weapons regularly. You're upgrading yourself constantly. And I get it. I totally understand. It, it definitely would... I would get bored of it after about an hour, hour and a half. But I completely understand how you could play it for a full day. You know? <laughs> I think the combat has a good variety of options. Yeah. I think the melee weapons, there's a good amount of archetypes. Uh, there's obviously firearms, and they get a bit silly with nail guns. You can drop kick zombies in the face. There's a ambitious and a little janky environmental system where yeah. you can use water to electrify zombies and gasoline to burn zombies. And at the beginning of the game, you actually need to utilize that quite a lot when against big hordes because your weapons aren't very good to begin with. 
Uh, this is a little, little bit going off track here, but I think this game has a great power curve. Like I said at the beginning of the game, you kind of need to, or at least I needed to use environmental stuff quite a lot because my weapons just couldn't really deal with like 15 zombies coming at me. Um, but near the end of the game, you can obviously just sweep the floor with like 50 zombies. And that is satisfying in every video game yeah. to become more powerful. And yeah, there's just something about the options in combat, the pacing of it, which made me just drone out and be able to play this game for really long stretches of time. I would have a podcast on. Uh, and yeah, I understand people complaining that it's maybe a little shallow. But I think Dying Light 2, and you know, in reviews we shouldn't be comparing games, but that game for me bit off more than it could chew. And oh, yeah. it was a fault of ambition and trying too much and maybe moving away from what made the first game work. And Dead Island 2 doesn't try to bite off anything. No. <laughs> it doesn't try to chew on anything. Uh, there's not really any like cinematic moments. You're mostly just walking from A to B, kind of fetch quest style or destination style, and you're killing zombies along the way. Uh, and that's kind of the whole game. And I think that's what people complain about the most. But it's Dead Island, man. That's what the first game was like. It's a very um, faithful sequel to the format of Dead Island 1. But the production values are super increased across the board. I think the game looks great. I think the environmental design is also really great. Um, and I don't I just, know what else you would do with that island. Like, I what, don't know, what, just what, go off course like Dying Light did and add a city where you paraglide right, around. But then like... Then pe just go play Dying Light, right? Like right, I don't, yeah. I don't really know what. I think they were very smart to just keep it simple. Obviously, because you know they need to just ship this game after nine years. But yeah. also, like, w there are other games that are bigger and more complicated and are worse because they are bigger and more complicated. Like Dead Island Two or Dying Light Two, fuck, d just was sort of sloppy at everything and it's like jack of all trades ma trades master of none right yeah. and dead island is just like let's make a really good gore system and and nice environments and there you go and like i i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that um no me neither i was gonna say like i i mostly agree with the power curve stuff i do wish that you got to that end point a little sooner mm -hmm. because the end like three hours is really fun when you yeah. have a maxed out build. Obviously you could get there s sooner if you did like all the side quests and things, but it sort of felt like a lot of side stuff only would open up as you got further in. Um, and so I was, I was sort of, I was enjoying how ridiculous uh, I was in the last 90 minutes, especially. I, and I think we both played the Irish lady, Danny, right? Yeah. Who's a good character. She is, and yeah. like you get, increased um I, I specced into like increasing my attack speed and damage every time i maimed and mm. also i would heal myself so you would just i would just use a quick stabby it was the, it was the uh the knuckle weapon with like the curved blade on the interesting knuckles, yeah yeah and just hack and slash everything and you start swinging so fast and you're just healing yeah. yourself the entire time and there's just arms flying everywhere uh, and that's that was really very fun and stupid and i but i do wish i sort of got there like maybe three or four hours earlier than i did i feel like this is a good segue to mention that i actually think the small rpg system in the game is it's kind of good like i, I yeah. enjoyed it you couldn't actually make builds in this game 
Uh, oh, I just wanted to interrupt and explain what I did because I had a similar yeah, yeah. thing where when I maimed a zombie, I healed. But I fully specced into Fury, which is like the big alt rage mode. And I had a card where I could activate Fury when the bar wasn't full, so you could activate it at any time. I had another card where every zombie kill filled up the Fury bar. <laughs> and I had another skill where every zombie killed and Fury exploded. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I, I could activate one. Fury at any time. And as long as there were zombies, the bar would be more filled than when I started. And I could just be in Fury forever. And I, it <laughs> just felt great. like I broke the game. Um, yeah. And I, I just like it when games allow that. I mean, totally. It kind of like reminds me of when we broke Cyberpunk, but that felt more like balance mistakes and issues than the game being like, here's, here's a system. If you want to make a build which kind of breaks the entire game, do it. Because the point is that you become really good at killing zombies. That's the whole game. Yeah, yeah. And there's, what, four or five characters? Um, and I would imagine you, you can get a fair number of different builds going with each character. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like you, you can probably have a ton of different options. Uh, on how you play through the game, which is cool. Um, I, I have a note here that sticks out more as I look at it, and it's like the game is a great Xbox 360 game, and I yes. wrote down especially... <laughs> yeah. I, I realized what it was this morning that it really reminded me of, Bulletstorm. Right, Bulletstorm right. was you know, a linear shooter that was like super simple across the board, but it benefited from good art and a fun goofy combat system and that's like exactly what this game is mm -hmm. uh, it really feels like a throwback um in a way that's refreshing though because like dying light 2 and other things like that they're just i don't want to play these games for like 50 or 100 hours right yeah you know like killing zombies is fine it's but it's not the most exciting because they're zombies all they're ever going to do is shamble towards you mm -hmm. and and so it just sort of wears thin as it goes on and just distilling it down into a simple thing uh it works like i'm fine with it yeah i, I would, agree you know i think we more and more want things that are more focused because when you focus on things it lets you make a better game like Di dead island 2 is like shockingly well made i, I think I, so maybe i think it looks really good as well i was kind of shocked yeah, it looks excellent. Like a really nice, bright, colorful art style. They do a very good job with the setting. They have fun with the setting of mm -hmm. LA. Yeah, they do. Um, and you eventually go into Hollywood and things like that. Like they're they, not just visually they have fun with it, but they have fun with the tone. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of the cutscenes after the first few hours, but like the writing is surprisingly funny, and the tone is like at least with the character I was playing, there's a lot of like, oh, these fucking celebrities and all yeah. these shitheads in Hollywood. And like, it works though, you know? I and think it's a it works, fun... yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it should be irrever irreverent because like, who gives a shit? It's zombies. Like, stop taking them so seriously. Let's just have a little dumb fun with it. I feel like the cutscenes don't overstay their welcome. They, not there are a huge a amount of them. Is there? <laughs> I don't really well, remember, honestly. <laughs> I, I, there's like the big animated cutscenes. I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of standing around and talking to guys that I started to skip. Yeah. Um, but like the bigger, you know, cutscenes are, are not too frequent, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, I watched all the bigger cutscenes, but I will be honest, I listened to a podcast over all the dialogue outside of the actual, like, you know, proper cutscenes. Yeah. Which I felt I, a little guilty I, about, but. I'm sorry, this game is so built for podcasting. It, you're literally doing nothing but walking around killing zombies. And I felt a little bit bad because I agreed. The dialogue 
it feels like when you're in that play in the character selection, you're like, oh, God, here we fucking go again. This is mm-hmm. going to be cringeworthy. And it kind of steps over the line of cringiness a couple of times. But overall, it treads the line well. And I think it mostly works. I felt actually a little guilty about, you know, having a podcast play over the audio. But I'm, I'm sorry. That's just like this game is just so perfect for that yeah. poor, like, chilling, you know? Yeah, I, I feel exactly the same. It's like I, I would... I enjoyed these cutscenes, but I just don't care enough, and I'm not gonna like take my headphone, like pull out the earbud, put on my headphones, watch the cutscene, and revert and go back to the podcast. Like I just, it's I'm just skipping the, most of them. Um, I did, uh, I did like the end reveal. I don't even know what it was. It was like a, almost like a Walking Dead thing where everyone has the zombie strain inside them and is gonna become a zombie eventually. So. The scientists released the virus on purpose just to kind of find if anyone was resistant to it because he knew Ah, that everyone was going to become a zombie. And then there's like this weird group of people who have adapted to the mutation properly and are like superhuman. And that's Mm. what the guy was looking for. Ah, And, you know, that sounds about right. I thought it was kind of interesting. I, I will say I was a little disappointed in the final boss because it was just yeah. that one of those guys again that you fight like four times in the last 90 minutes. And I was hoping for like a big, dumb Resident Evil boss. Yeah, goopy, I agree. Goopy yeah. Resident Evil monster to fight. But, you know, what can you do? It's, the, the location was fun. Especially you when the you have carpet. unlimited fury, it was a bit like <laughs> just me slapping yeah. him and he died. Yeah, even me who wasn't specced into Fury, I just popped Fury and killed him in like five seconds. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I was hoping for like a big, dumb thing, but... For the most part, they're good about introducing new enemies as you go. Uh, you know, there's a, enough variety in there. It's the most of the hallmarks that you would expect uh, from zombie archetypes. But they're, most of the zombies are just dudes, and you just they just walk at you, and you I, kill I think, them. Yeah, I think there's a good enough variety in the zombie archetypes by the end of the game. There's a... So enough to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, and I also, I also do like the... Um, the sort of environmental stuff. It's very, it's again, everything in this game is simple, but like the, it works. The, like the electricity, fire, the electricity, stuff. the fire, you know, the acid, oh, the water. Acid, yeah. Those are those are simple things, but you know, they add an element of chaos to, yeah, to the you can scenarios. like shoot a pipe and water will come out, and then you can chuck like a, an electric throwing star, and it would kill like six zombies. It's cool. I do wish there were like a few more puzzles that used them because there were mm-hmm. a few times where you had to like connect uh complete an electrical circuit or something right, and, yeah you know that that's fun but for the most part they're just sort of there yeah um, one thing that really did get on my nerves uh, with the story missions is how every single time you walk up to a door it's locked <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to go find the fucking key and then you have to go and open the door and it's just a little bit of like it's kind of the whole game there's run around to a waypoint it is the whole game but it's just sort of like when you are doing the exact same yeah. thing every time it just sort of got it's like oh yeah. the locked door i can't believe it <laughs> there was a few like quest um structures that i was not a fan of uh, yeah. one of them is like look around in the environment for a thing those are just like this game like really moves uh which, which is a compliment and when you're just like stuck in a room and you're like i can't find like one thing i'm just supposed to be looking for it's like hidden yeah. under a desk somewhere. Yeah, it's like yeah. a button. I know exactly the one you're talking about, by the way. Yeah, that yeah. That fucking button took me 10 minutes to find. Yeah. And like, I ever, so many games do that, and I hate it because so many yeah. games do this where they're like, follow the waypoint, follow the waypoint. It's like Call of Duty with a giant follow arrow over everything. And then 
every like five hours they're just like find the thing in this mm-hmm. huge area and it's like but you haven't trained me to like look for these things you're just basically delaying the end of the game right by just yeah. padding me i'm just gonna walk around and stick my nose in a corner uh, until i find the thing just put an objective indicator on it like i don't fucking care if it like some games I want to look around, you know? Yeah. If it's an immersive sim, yes, let me poke around. Let me find something. But in the dumb action game, just put the thing on the screen. I don't need to... I don't want to use my brain at all. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a there's another structure or quest called, like, Lost and Found, and you have to read documents, and it will give you vague hints about locations. Right. And some of those work. I remember the first one is just, like, check all the pools in this certain neighborhood, which was fine. And some of the rest get, like... A little vague and you're just wandering around and you don't know if you're doing things right and i don't know that structure was a bit hit or miss for me yeah yeah for the most part it's pretty good especially in the main story missions about just telling you what to do but there are mm-hmm. a few times where it's just like can we just let's just keep going or like the dumb valve puzzle where you have to equalize the pressure and yeah do that I, like three honestly times. i had no idea what i was doing i just kind of spun stuff until it worked yeah the only one that I did correctly, like thinking it through, was the last one, uh, which was fairly simple. But mm-hmm. all the others, I just like walked up and turned a valve and solved the puzzle like before I even realized what I was doing, uh, which I was grateful for. But there's a few times where yeah. I, I understand why they're there. It's just they want to mix up the pacing a little, but I don't really, I don't really think they need to. It's fine. Yeah. Like if I, I get bored, I'll just stop playing and come back tomorrow. It's fine. Just. Let me keep moving. Let me keep swinging. It was like an swinging. escape room puzzle in the middle of a zombie game. Yeah, yeah. It's a little a little unnecessary. Um, I mean, we haven't even mentioned it, but I feel like we don't need to after we've made that video. But obviously, the gore system is uh, amazing. Like It's, it's really it, good. It's really disturbing. <laughs> it's really it's disgusting. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. Re- it's really satisfying, and it makes everything feel very hard-hitting. I don't think I use light attacks for like the last 10 hours. Because when you use heavy attacks and you kill a zombie, there's like a horrible, like, assassin, not an assassination, like a, uh, what's the Mortal Kombat thing? Fatality animation. F- yeah. That yeah. I just enjoy doing over and over again. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. We made that video on it. Uh, they did an amazing job. It's disgusting. Yeah, it, it makes the combat feel way better. It and, it, and it gives it a fun twist, you know, and you're kind of caught off guard all the way through at times at how horrible it gets. Like... The acid stuff for me was yeah. the most disgusting, man. When they melt their skin into skeletons, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, it's horrible, yeah. I caused an explosion, like I threw a pipe bomb near some of the guys that are in the white hazmat suits. Yeah. And it like shredded his suit and skin underneath such that it looked like <laughs> it looked like he had been shot with like 8,000 bullets. And there was just that like really high contrast of white and red blood. Yeah. And it was, I, it was like... It actually stopped me for a second. I was like, oh my god, that is so <laughs> fucked. It is fucked, man. But, like, it's zombie stuff. It's That's the whole point. Like, the, the whole reason zombie content is fun, I think, is because it can get really dumb and gory. Like, yeah. morality-free murder. Exactly. It's just graphic violence for the sake of graphic violence, basically. And don't feel bad about it. And it doesn't matter because they're zombies. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's fun. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That mostly, honestly, covers most of my feelings. You mentioned it earlier, but I love how much looting there is in the game. Uh, I just love looting. So when you put, like, 5,000 items around the ground that I can loot, that just makes me happy. And that's probably why I could play it for eight hours in a row. Just, like, looting, killing, looting, killing, brain, happy, dopamine released. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a simple game. I don't really know what else to say. I think there was a couple of clear, unclear UI things at times. I remember yeah. it took me forever to figure out there was like an available quest thing in the menu. And I remember there, it said like one quest available in Bel Air and it wasn't on the map. So I couldn't find it for ages. And there was just like a button in the menu I had clicked. Um, and I also didn't realize you could level up your weapons using money until like right at the end of the game. Mm. Um, yeah. Maybe I, I don't really care because it made like a revolving door situation with the weapons I was using. But there's like a couple of nice weapons I just threw away because I out leveled them. And I didn't realize I could pay money to level them up because it's just like one little button in the ui but um yeah. yeah for me dude that pretty much covers it i just ran around killing zombies and i had fun all the way through i don't know what else to say yeah i don't really have anything else either i i was like i said from start to finish sort of just re- i i have re- i like it's i respect dead island too it's me just too. They, they kept it simple and they shipped a really polished like that's I I do want to say like we've had a lot of shitty releases this year already yeah like messy un unpo- like Dead Island two for a game that went through such a messy development uh polished like complete I didn't I had nothing I had nothing I no, encountered no bugs no crashes nothing PC port ran like perfectly again it's not trying for much visually but mm-hmm. it's a good clean simple bright art style and the PC port was fine like completely yeah. fine for me same same for me and. You know, it's sad that that deserves commendation, but mm. ah. it's the way things are right now. Um, yeah. yeah, they kept it simple, and that's okay. That's and it's fine okay. Sometimes. sometimes it's better. Totally. Um, yeah, I think that's it. 